tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Thank you to you, Sammy, for doing us the honors there with Hello God by Dolly Parton. Yet again, a very good afternoon and welcome to another exciting edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us today by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, yenara, yedia. My name, as always, is Yabana and I'm happy to be your host for today's edition of Masterclass. Today's edition of Masterclass is one that also comes with some kind of mixed feelings. Today we continue with our conversation on diversity equity, inclusion, and belonging. And here with us back in the studio is our favorite resource person on this subject matter, Martin Atafin, who is also the CEO of AfriConsult. Today is our last conversation um, on this topic area, and we hope that you'll be able to pick up something, or hopefully you've picked up something in previous conversations to be able to help our businesses and how we manage our people. We've always said here that these days, the language in the business terrain is changing from the processes, from the techniques, from the fiscal things to the people the people the people now it's about the people if you treat the people well they will treat your business well so diversity equity and inclusion becomes an important conversation last week we talked about some of the tidbits that we had learned in earlier conversations we talked about equity not equality we talked about the fact that if you don't do not intentionally include you will unintentionally exclude and one of the things that i learned i picked up last week was also that the lines that divide us are not as strong as the lines that bind us. This one is from um, Cory Booker. Cory Booker, that's a statement by Cory Booker. Think about it. The lines that divide us, the, the things that we think, as for this one, I can never forgive it. We can never marry from that place. You can never work with those kind of people. We can never accept that kind of behavior. 
Well, Curry is saying that the lines that divide us are not as strong as the lines that bind us. And when I thought about it, I said to myself, I've got some pretty deep dividing lines. <laughs> I've come to understand <laughs> some pretty deep dividing lines in this conversation. But one of the strongest things that binds all of us is that we're here on this earth together. Whether we like it or not, we're stuck here. So if we're going to live and we're going to survive and we're going to coexist, at some point we need to begin to work together. Great. So that's, that's my, my understanding of, of, of the lines that, that bind us being stronger. But perhaps when we, when we get interactive, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the lines that bind us being stronger than the lines that divide us. But today, we go into that conversation yet again. We kind of round it up. And we're going to put an icing on the cake by getting perspectives from Africa, perspectives from Africa. We've got some resource persons across the continent, and um, South Africa to be specific, who are going to be joining us and share some real-life case scenarios with us so that we can sort of make the conversation a bit richer, bring it down to the ground, so that we're not only talking to you about theories or things that are in books, but things that every people are facing every day. And when we get interactive, we'd like to hear from you as well, so that you add your practical experiences of what's happening in your workplaces, what are the tolerances issues you're dealing with, which ones have been have to be dealt with by policy, you know, which ones have got to go to the disciplinary committee, who's doing what, and how are you handling it. Let's talk about these things, because if we talk about them, then we know. When we know, then we formulate policy or process to be able to handle them. Because whether we like it or not, we're stuck here together. So we might as well make it right. Uncle Martin, Very you're welcome nice. to today's conversation. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, we're rounding it up today. <laughs> yes. But you've got quite a bit of content for us. Yes. So I'm going to try not to talk too much. Just take <laughs> us through our content. When we get interactive, our listeners can be a part of it. Absolutely. But otherwise, please talk to us. Sure, sure. Thank you very much. I, I, I like what you were talking about, about yes. the lines that divide us, not uh, uh, as strong as... The lines uh, that bind us. The, the lines that bind us. Yes. Uh, we should the, the, in the last two weeks we also indicated that look everyone has some unconscious bias we are programmed to prefer uh, people who are like us or sound like us or who want to be like us so we actually uh, uh, gravitate towards that angle but mm -hmm. we just need to pay attention to it um, when you're in a, an organization and then you find certain micro aggressions then you realize that, yes, there is uh, uh, some work to do. The microaggressions will be the everyday verbal and nonverbal or environmental slights, mm. maybe uh, um, snobs that uh, may not even be intentional or sometimes very uh, um, loud insults, mm. um, whether intentional or intentional, you know, that communicate derogatory or negative messages you know so basically you find that that when you are in the uh, um, minority so to speak that is when you feel it most and that is when the your your effort to do work actually goes down so we have to intentionally try and create a situation where we can be, be able to let everyone work in an environment that makes them feel comfortable and, and uh, excited to be there so, um, like we said, to, uh, today we're going to look at um, two key things uh, within um, DIB. First, we'll look at the perspectives from Africa, and that should encourage us to be able to do more. And then, um, if we manage to get um, uh, Sam Kelo Bloom online, uh, yes. online, then he will speak to us about uh, how it works in South Africa. South Africa, particularly because South Africa itself is one of the most diverse uh, nations that you can find and so he can tell us the experience and if you have some time we can talk about how uh, teams work within a DIB environment. Brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. Let's go straight to it then.
Super. So with with um, with Africa, Africa, Africans are diverse in in terms of physical appearance. You, yeah, some some are white, some are black, some are in the middle somewhere. You know, in terms of languages. Yet still, some say they are not Africans. <laughs> some say they are not <laughs> Africans, and that is even another <laughs> another minority. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in terms of languages and even dialects and different cultures. Yes, I mean. Um, there are about the region of a thousand five hundred different dialects and languages that you can find in Africa. Mm. Can you imagine? Thousand a thousand five hundred. That alone is enough for us to raise raise our eyebrows and say, Indeed. how can we deal with this? So the multicultural workforce is actually a reality. I mean, either within your country or because uh, the boundaries are open, the borders are open these days. You know, outside of the. Uh, country. I mean, if you look at it from the African perspective, and why we need to take this thing more seriously, now there's after. So you'll be working with other organizations across your border, and then you'll find differences that you, you that may, you know, uh, uh, sort of, kind of make your working a bit, a bit difficult, etc. Or people will cross their borders and come to your organization, and they will feel like they are being slighted because you don't understand them. So DIB is now becoming a, a reality that people I'm, need to I'm look at. I'm smiling because a typical case in point, when you work across a sub-region, you yeah. find that if you're working across Anglophone and Francophone countries, there's a culture of work in the Francophone which does not exist in the Anglophone. Uh, and it's that at a certain time of day, it doesn't matter what meeting you are in. You have to go My for Francophone siesta. Francophone brothers and sisters, they will get up and they will leave. Yes. And they go for their two or three hour hours. Hours. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what meeting. It can be a board meeting. <laughs> they will walk away. But it's part of what they do. Yes. So it's not meant to um, offend. Yes. And that's this true. is where the tolerance comes in. That's very true. No, I just thought I that example. No, no, but but that's that's very true. And then when they come back, they work till six yes, o'clock, yes. till late, you know. And and I had uh, I had an experience. I was doing some training across Francophone West Africa, mm-hmm. but um, when I got there, they said no, you, we want this training to be in French. And by the way, we don't want someone who has learned how to speak French. We want someone who speaks like us. And, you know, if you look at it, it's like, oh, okay. Um, I don't speak French, so already I'm not part of it. But mm-hmm. I would have found somebody where they said, no, no, no. We want somebody who speaks like us. So we wanted a French Speaking West African person, yes. uh, West African to, deliver the training. to deliver the training. You know, and they were really, and I was like, okay, they are not even open to hearing somebody with a different accent and dialect. Interesting. So, I mean, that tells us that there's a lot, quite a bit of work to do mm. within within Africa. Um, so, like the rest of Africa or the rest of the world, Africa uh, has that kind of challenge. If you look at the World Economic Forum Gender Gap Report, mm. they did some research with regards to economic participation and opportunity, educational attainment, health and survival, political empowerment. And they found out that to close the gap to close the, the gender gap, um, it will take about 99.5 years over the world. Wow. And this was a study based on 153 countries. S- in sub-Saharan Africa, that is Africa south of the Sahara and, and north of the Limpopo, mm-hmm. it will take 95 years. In Middle, Middle East and North Africa, it will take 140 years. And then in Western Europe, it will take about 54 years. <coughs> so now when you look at the mix of maybe religion, culture, and everything, then you'll understand 
while it will take that, that long. So there's really a lot of work to do in Africa. But uh, nevertheless, we are, we are making some strides in, in uh, Africa, uh, basically, um, and especially West Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, at boardroom level, the, the, uh, Africa leads the world with a 25% female uh, representation on, on boards. That's an impressive statistic. Yes. Yes, indeed. I mean, if you look at uh, the financial institutions in, in Nigeria, for example, mm-hmm. out of about a dozen commercial banks, uh, four of them have female chairs of the, of the board. That's brilliant. And if you come to Ghana, financial institutions, um, um, insurance institutions, you find quite a number of them that are women-led. I uh, am associated with a fintech called Brasica Pay, mm-hmm. and, and they are doing amazing things. Brazika Pei has a board chair who is female, mm. and she's very strong and vibrant. And you can see that, I mean, when you, when you appreciate that you have women leaders in an organization, mm-hmm. it does a lot, of, a lot to the organization. So the main barriers in um, DIB in Africa are pretty much uh, almost the same, but we have our own issues as well. Of course, the unconscious bias is very strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also, uh, what is even stronger is workplace environments that are not conducive to the needs of of uh, the unrepresented. Mm. So, that conducive to the needs of women, conducive to the needs of PWDs, you know that kind of thing, and that is uh, people with disabilities. And then also, um, um, the, there's a point in that research that says the lack of sponsorship of women of people with disabilities so it is almost like look you need to be able to stand with them push them let them appreciate it why because they are self-limiting mindsets mm. um by the time somebody who is a pwd is going to an environment if he's not strong and and and, and not uh, courageous he'd rather stay in his space because he thinks people will look at me some way you know, so then the they don't become totally different. The treatment I mean, as we speak about the minorities and we talk yes. about women and all that, I ask myself that you know maybe just not to dwell too much on it, but to talk about it just for another thirty seconds. Are there? Do we have an idea? Um, under this umbrella, what number of minorities we're looking at. I know there are new minorities coming up every day, and I dare say at some point there are some borderline minorities. Are people seeking to abuse the whole conversation on minority? Now, once you're a minority, you know, everybody's looking at you and all that. But do we have an idea of, I mean, what, what uh, let's say, like a basket of minorities, and is there a priority of, of, of attention, if you like? You know, are some minorities not mentioned at all? Are some minorities... I, I don't understand what I'm saying. I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yes, there could be some minorities that uh, are not mentioned mm. at all, if you if you look at it. But you will find that, again, for us uh, um, in, in Ghana here, you can see that the minorities may uh, initially uh, belong... Um, be represented by a ministry, the gender ministry, which looks exactly. at, at at gender, looks at uh, uh, p- persons with disability, and looks at children. Right. You know, so there may be others that may be secondary. So already, identified. The point I wanted to drive home was that there's identifiable effort. Yes. Number absolutely. one to identify these minorities, and number two to provide the, re- the requisite attention and support from the state. From, from, from the state, from, yeah, exactly. From private sector as well. Uh, uh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So others may come in as secondary, you know, because uh, there may be a minority of, of Muslims in my office, mm-hmm. you know, because um, um, I'm Christian and probably the people I have hired are all 
Christians and uh, I mean I may have just one Muslim, mm. so he'll feel like you know. But in another environment, there'll be a minority of Christians because mm. that uh, has a, also a Muslim environment, mm. or there may be other religions that are not even talked about, mm. and they also now fall in uh, under the unrepresented. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Okay. Let's proceed, sir. Yeah. And 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 even and because of all of this, there there could be some discrimination and the lack of uh, uh, diversity-friendly policies. Mm -hmm. So that is why we are doing this. That's why we are discussing this. That's why the, the, uh, um, it has to go into organizations, policies, and procedures as well as their strategy. See, I ask this question again because for an employer who's listening to us, he needs to be able to draw the line between what my responsibility is or what my tolerance level is and what my direction is. Yes. I must be clear and strong about where I'm going in order for me to get people to follow me. But in doing that, I must not be ignorant or unfeeling about how the people who are following me feel. So then it becomes a delicate balancing act. But I mean, if I defer too much to every minority, then I'm, I'm going to end up going nowhere. You won't do, yeah, you you won't do so, your work. Yeah. So that's the point I wanted to make yes. that as, a, as an employer, you're listening to us. We're not saying that. Um, Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Shelve your direction, shelve your policy, shelve your, your mainstay. But we're saying that in doing that, do not go without considering certain things that the people who are following you also are characterized with. Because otherwise, then, then, you, then you leave them out completely. Also. Uh, absolutely. But, yeah. you know, as always, the first step is always the awareness. Mm. If the employer is, is even aware that, uh, I mean, there could be mm. these... these uh, uh, um, uh, diversity uh, inclusion issues mm -hmm. and making an effort for inclusion that all, all is already a major step right. yes yeah so um, the biggest issues uh, particularly in Africa are maybe the lower level of integration of women in, in a formal workforce mm -hmm. so if you, if you cast your nets around you find that there are fewer women than, than men in the formal workforce mm -hmm. when it goes into the informal you find out that they are also have their challenges over there. It's just mm -hmm. financial inclusion and all of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So you can those discussions are going on now. People are making efforts. Yes, but I mean it's good to be aware of that. Of course, education barriers, um, 
um, and lack lack of you know options like childcare options etc within people's policies and things like that that it will impact the woman and um, currently in Africa you are likely to find more men with bank accounts than women mm. you know so that's uh, where you see that their their inclusion is essential especially in the non-formal mm. uh, environments yeah right. so so basically um, this is just to give us a picture a perspective of what is uh, going on in Africa with, with uh, uh, and helping us to get an eye open around DIB mm. it would be good to have uh, um, somebody like Sam Kelo give us yeah. exactly what's happening in South just Africa. Just briefly before Sam comes in, I know that institutions like the ILO are quite protective of women in the workplace. Yes. And so the policies across industry and even with international authority, because they've got the sovereign governments to sign up some of these things, are very strong and very protective of women in the workplace. So because at some point they also form minorities. I know that in Ghana, for example, there is a 12-week provision um, post um, um, once a, I mean, a woman has a child and they have yes. to go back to work. It's two weeks in other jurisdictions. It's, it, I don't know if you have any current information regarding you know, what the conversation but, is on but, the well terrain. Because it's very difficult for some new mothers to go back to work at some point and how do I balance career and raising a family at that point and it's a big conversation I don't want to go into it but <laughs> just very briefly I don't know if you have any information on the current um, trends on on, on, on on their time of work after after they've had a baby yeah. I mean w w one good thing is that since uh, COVID mm. everyone has appreciated Working from home. working from home and use I, of technology. I like that, I like the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that creates that creates the flexibility. Yes. So, yes. but yes, um, there was the 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 the, the men felt uh, discriminated against because they were not getting uh, uh, paternity time leave. Paternity it's a leave. Big conversation. So, eh? so that's a big conversation. And, but the women and, say when the men take the paternity leave, they don't stay at home to take. <laughs> and that is, yeah. uh, and and that may be true, but uh, basically, so now, it, it, even even in Ghana here, there are organisations who may have at least one week paternity leave for mm -hmm. the men to be able to appreciate. But the women, uh, I, I I like the way it works in in, in my country here because mm -hmm. they, they, you're still giving the, the the twelve weeks mm -hmm. to to exactly. uh, uh, recuperate that before, before you, you come. come. Back to work. Um, it was less in East Africa. I remember in our policy in East Africa it was it was less. It was uh, um, I think. Uh, 14 days or something. In some places, it's actually uh, just yeah, two weeks. Just two weeks, yeah. yes, uh, to, to that extent. And it hadn't changed. Please, yeah. you're an employer, you're listening to us. If you don't have paternity leave in your policy, start the conversation because very soon the minority, the, the men will say they are, they are being treated. But I think that just to get the perspective, like you said, we've got Sam Kello uh, Bloom. Um, he's the CEO of Nomatu Consulting in Cape Town, South Africa. And he joins us today on Masterclass to be able to share some perspectives with us. A very good afternoon to you, Sam Kello, if you can hear me. Good afternoon to you, Sam. Good afternoon. I can hear you perfectly well. Apologies. I'm in transit. I'm at Jobek or Tambo Airport. Brilliant. Brilliant. How's Jobek? How's Jobek today? Now the weather is, is better, but it's very cold from hey. the sun. I'm going to try and put my, my camera <laughs> on for the benefit of my brothers and sisters. Sorry, sorry. Try, try and stay warm for us. So um, you're live on Masterclass here. Uh, we're here with Martin and the team. And uh, we're talking about diversity, mm -hmm. equity, inclusion, and belonging. And today we decided to just have a chat, you know, with you. Um, get some, mm -hmm. you know, some perspective on what the situation is 
in the business areas, in the in the homes, in the workplaces in South Africa. Um, what's your specific um, encounter? Um, maybe as case studies for us, so that it gives us perspective on the conversation, and we're able to appreciate it a lot better. Um, just feel free to share with us whatever information you have in this regard, Sam. No, no, thank you very much. And I'm pleased to also join uh, Martin and you in this program. Uh, as you've mentioned, I'm from Nomadu Consulting, uh, only focusing on diversity, inclusion, and belonging. Mm. Uh, five years now in the industry. Uh, for the first time now, we're seeing a lot of discussions around diversity, inclusion, and belonging mm. in Africa as well. I'm fortunate to also do global work uh, the challenge we have most literature on diversity, equity, and inclusion is only global for Asia, America. There's little literature for Africa. Mm. And also some of the challenges on diversity are not the same as global. So global, they will use words like unconscious bias. Mm -hmm. In Africa, we might have different challenges, Martin might have mentioned, around culture. Mm. around ethnicity, mm. around gender, around children. Interesting enough, children, mm. I heard you talking about paternity is coming a lot on diversity mm. in Africa as well. So that has, been our, our, that has been our experience. It's still growing and most companies are now engaging on diversity, equity and inclusion. Also, I must share with you, some people still don't know what it means. So there are some organizations yeah. that have an HR strategy, mm. but when you read the HR strategy, we don't see any mention of what are they doing on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Thank you. Right. I mean, those are some wonderful thoughts. Martin, I don't know if you want to um, just chip in as well, you know, before we let some go. Y yes. I mean, um, but we can ask him a few questions as well. Yeah, yeah we can ask him a few questions mm, yeah. as well. Um, um, and uh, mm. just picking up on what Sam, Sam is saying, and, and, um, and this is South Africa, and he's saying that now there are discussions around uh, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, but m lots of organizations have not ingrained it in their HR strategy, mm. in their in their corporate mm. strategy, mm. and that is where we want to get to. Because right. if mm. you don't include it intentionally, mm. you unintentionally, unintentionally exclude. exclude it. Yeah. Sam, yeah. Um, let me mm. ask mm. you this um, very quickly: um, mm. Are there significant, should I say, examples that have probably, you know, like cases that have gone to court or cases that have become the mm. center of conversation in the media regarding a minority mm. that thought that they, you know, their employers were intolerant of their of their situation, um, which became a learning point or which became a catalyst for 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 mm. this conversation in South Africa. There are certainly cases around the gender, mm. definitely around gender. Also, cases around racism mm. in the workplace where people are saying, you cannot use that word or you cannot treat me like this mm. and treat other employees uh, uh, like this. But unfortunately, because this issue is very sensitive, some issues end up being swept under the carpet mm. or sometimes it becomes an amicable separation where mm. we pay you to keep quiet and leave the organization. Mm. Going back to what Martin spoke about HR people, mm. sometimes you find a human resources person whose role is recruitment and she just given the role of diversity. There's no training and there's no guidance. Mm. So to answer your question, definitely there are significant cases and we're going to see a lot of them coming up also around the racism, around gender equity, around working conditions. Mm. Another interesting one we saw with a global client 
of ours was the issue of salaries and remuneration. It amazes me how people want to discuss diversity, equity, and inclusion, but they don't want to discuss how salaries are part of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Thank <laughs> you. you. Know, I was actually going to ask that question about, about remuneration, <laughs> but I mean, I assume yeah. that, you know, at this point, once the conversation has started, it will be based on mm -hmm. an equal opportunity employer. So it's based on your skill and your qualification. But it's, inter it's interesting to hear that, you know, sometimes there are mm. some of those cases where uh, some of those intolerant decisions do take place. But Again, let me ask you, um, in the few years that this conversation has become strong in South Africa, um, in mm. the business terrain, you know, with entrepreneurs, mm. with business owners, with policy makers, yeah. with general managers, with CEOs, if, if you want mm. to measure the two things, the depth of understanding mm. and the need for mm. this conversation vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, the penchant for tolerance, um, mm. let's start mm. from, the, from the second one. Do you think that there's um, a good level of tolerance um, where this mm -hmm. conversation is concerned. And then number two, do you think mm -hmm. that it, it then ties on to a deep understanding of why it becomes necessary mm -hmm. for the purpose of growing mm -hmm. our economy and our businesses? Yeah. So on, on my side, uh, in the work that we've been doing, mm -hmm. I can certainly say that uh, I don't speak for the 61 million South Africans. There's a tendency in my country to approach diversity, inclusion and belonging from a compliance perspective to, right. uh, to do that. Tick, tick box, but not to be influential, not to be relational. So sometimes we only do it because we just want to comply. Mm. Uh, so you, you, and that for me always worries me. It's not relational. So we don't worry about employee experiences around diversity, equity, and and inclusion. So that that would be my answer on the on on the first question that that we have asked. Also, let's please not underestimate the role of leaders and managers on diversity and inclusion. Mm. I like the last question you've asked me. Does diversity, equity and inclusion impact the economy? When we have inclusive economies, they benefit young people, they benefit women, they benefit the disabled, and also we're able to go to new economies like solar energy, like a fintech, like health, uh, health and finance as well. So definitely, when we do diversity, we find new revenues. We also find new economies that we never thought of. A simple thing like how to make money out of waste, e.g., how to how to uh, harness solar energy. So I agree with you 100. percent Thank you. One of my final questions, just before you go, though, earlier when I was talking to Martin about the fact that in Ghana, our specific experiences that now there's uh, the identifiable groups of minorities over time, policy mm. has come to bear, and then some of these people mm. are receiving specific attention. For example, in the building code, for example, these days you won't get approval mm. to put up a building without making provi um, provision for persons without disabilities. Granted mm. that the process is slow, and granted that mm -hmm. you know it's not as fast as we want it to be, do you think that mm -hmm. in the general business populace, I'm talking about employees, mm -hmm. I'm talking about the general yes. uh, population, do you get a sensing mm -hmm. that people feel that even though the process is a little slow and they would have loved it to be slightly faster, at least something mm -hmm. is being done and at least there is hope for the future where this conversation is concerned. Do you, do you get that sensing? Yeah, so for me, my sense is that sometimes the bus is moving but very slow to what you said. In South Africa, we've got a target of 2% of people with disabilities. Even government departments, some of them, not all, they struggle even just to meet 1% of that 2%. 
and the and the human heart and the human mind cannot keep on waiting uh, for process and protocol so we tend to have the rule but then the action takes a while sometimes i tend to say it's so hard to legislate the heart because you can employ me as a disabled employee but not create the environment for me to succeed not to think of me when it comes to promotion mm. or talent management mm. thank you mm. thank you so much sam your final words there um yeah i just wanted to leave us with some fun thoughts what should we not forget uh here in ghana learning from the example of south africa what's the one thing that we should not forget as we continue in this yeah part? Uh, firstly, I appreciate you saying learning from uh, learning from South Africa, but also I think Ghana is also rich on its own. It can also bring its own lessons. I really love when African countries are regional and they come from they have, they, they have their own solutions. Could mm. be told some things we also did them wrong. Mm. So I don't I don't want us to be the big brother that leads uh, that leads the lesson. Mm. And then the two words for me: being intentional. Being if we're gonna be doing diversity equity and inclusion let's be intentional let's and lastly more yeah. be intentional and yeah. most importantly martin touched on it as well yeah. gender equity gender equity mm. young girls must be exposed to aviation to mm. finance to technology mm. artificial intelligence mm. please gender equity mm. Thank you so much. That's Sam Kello Bloom. He's the CEO of Nomatu Consulting in Cape Town. He's taking time to join us this afternoon in Masterclass. Sam, thank you so much. And please keep warm. Uh, don't catch a cold. This is Masterclass. You, you just joined the, us. And we're having a conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion. We're just joined um, by Sam Kello Bloom from South Africa, sharing some thoughts on case studies on how this conversation pertains in South Africa. We take a quick message from our sponsors. When we come back, we get interactive. <music> Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Pages. If you tweet, the handle is at joy997fm or at joybusinessgh. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551-111997 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you have just tuned in, this is Masterclass here on your Superstation Joy 99.7. We're interactive right now. Numbers to call 0302-216-541. That's 0302-216-541. You can also send us your comments on 055-11-11997. That's 055-11-11997. If you're driving, please do not text while you drive. We definitely want you to arrive alive. But otherwise, pick up that phone. Give us a call, 0302-216-541. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, and belonging. What are your specific experiences? These things are happening in our workplaces. If we don't talk about them, we will not learn. We will not become better for it. Let's not hide it. Pick up that phone. Let's share thoughts. Let's become better for it. If you have any motor vehicle of any kind, then I've got some great news for you from Goyle. 
What do you do when you run out of fuel in your vehicle? Do you just stop anywhere? If that's what you do, then please don't do that anymore. Let us introduce you to the Good Energy family and why you must be a part of it. Girls Super XP Run 95 and Diesel XPs are the best quality fuels with high performance in town for your vehicle. Girls Super XP Run 95 is a high-grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. Girls Diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle. With over 440 stations across the nation, join the family that rewards you with quality for an energized driving experience. Goyle, good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Phone lines are still open. Please pick up that phone, um, give us a call. Let's be a part of today's conversation so that uh, we can share our thoughts. 0302216541 or send us your comments on 0551111997. Martin, while we're waiting for those phone lines to ring, um, quick reaction to Sam Kelo's comments and then maybe we can just finish off the rest of the content while we wait for the phone lines to ring. Uh, uh, yes. Exactly. I mean, in fact... Uh, very profound, some, very profound thoughts he very, shared, isn't it? Absolutely. Very <laughs> profound thoughts he shared. And, yeah. and uh, interesting that he mentioned that he does, he does not want to play the big brother Indeed. role. Indeed. Because South Africa is so totally Rich. different from us. They, they, they are so diverse, it is not funny. Yeah. And, and they came from an environment of apartheid. Exactly. So for them, they were on the other side of the normal line yeah. when it comes to yeah. diversity. But they managed, they managed to crawl back. Indeed. For us, we actually were more together. Mm. And then now have uh, kind of uh, uh, drawn a few lines mm. and are coming together again. So, and you know, either ways, because we've been together, somehow my thought process is that our complacency also Absolutely. creates our own intolerance levels at different points. Exactly. Same way on the other side of the conversation, their forced division. Yes. Also creates intolerance on some point. Whichever way you look at it, um, yes. no, so, so, no so one gets away free. No one gets away free, yeah. and 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 because of that, you realize that the solutions are different from from Indeed. from different angles. They they went through a, a situation where uh, because of black empowerment, so now you need to put a black person on your. On, on, on in your organization, your payroll at some point, and it was reported that some people would put the names of their drivers and things like that just to be able to be compliant, mm, mm. you know, that kind of thing. Where when you uh, uh, come to this environment, we have not even experienced that before, that so well. we, we keep going. And because of that, it is easy for us, for me to snob somebody who comes from another region, for me to uh, insist that because I'm a man, a woman shouldn't do this, you know, and, and we kind of. Uh, find it acceptable, mm. or even if we don't say it, we do it subtly, and then it gets into the, their own minds as well, and they also decide that I'm not I going mean, to I like the person with which he harped on the fact that we should expose our young girls more to aviation, to finance, to all the technical things. And I mean, I think I must, I must take this opportunity and commend our, our people over time, you know, for uh, so that's a concerted effort on girl child education, on yes. gender, yes. to all, on, on STEM. All, all my people, all my yes. mothers who are <laughs> fighting, you know, on that side. Well done. I mean, I think that it gives us a very good um, example yeah. as a country and puts exactly. us in very good stead. Yeah, a very good and, stead. And, and there are some very serious ladies in technology this time. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. I know a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so I mean, it makes you feel proud that, oh, I mean, yeah. we're doing something, but we could still do more. Indeed. Indeed. Phone lines are still open. Numbers to call 0302 Please pick up that phone. Let's have a conversation. Let's hear your thoughts. What's your specific experience? At your own level, what are the things that you are intolerable of? 
or others around you are intolerable of and how can we talk about it and make it better if we talk about it enough we'll find solutions and then we can be able to make it better if you sweep it under the carpet diversity is one of those things it doesn't go away it doesn't go because, away because i mean yeah. a leopard cannot change its spots <laughs> but it can learn to live with others yes once a certain conversation is hard i think there were, there were a few more thoughts that we wanted to share on 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 teamwork Yes. and team commitment. Maybe we should just go ahead and share that. Yes. So yes. Um, uh, so if you look at it in an organization, you have a certain goal that you want to reach and you're working as a team to get there. What is a team? Like a small number of diverse people with complementary skills mm. and therefore you are, you are all committed to, uh, to, to that purpose. You know, in, when you're in your organization and you realize that, um, you know, there's some sort of you know, complaints, conflicts between personnel, uh, lack of clear goals, confusion, loss of productivity, etc., then you know that you need to actually work on a team. Mm. Now, we have to look at it from these kind of lenses. Um, look at it from maybe from a, a football team. Mm. Every person has a role in the team. Yeah. In, in, in the team. So everyone can't be the goalkeeper, otherwise you have penalties all the, uh, mm. uh, throughout. You have the left back, you have the, 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 the right back, you have the left wing, right wing, you center forward. Everyone has a role mm. and everyone needs to be enabled to be able to play the, their role. How do you enable all of this? It, last week we mentioned that it's about two hours, relationship and respect. There's something that I saw you know, on your slide. It says, strength lies in our differences, not in our similarities. That's yes. an interesting one. Exactly. In fact, um, um, it is said that if you have diversity, it actually uh, uh, is an advantage because um, it's like looking at, a, a, what do you call it, a, a jigsaw puzzle. Mm. Everyone has a concave and everyone has a convex, mm. and they have to fit in nicely for you to get a big picture. And that is where the strength, strength lies in. So if you're all the same, if you're all penguins, you'll be doing things the same way. But if there are a few peacocks, a few sparrows, a few uh, ostriches, a few... And they say some gorillas. <laughs> and, some gor <laughs> and some gorillas. Then you see that some eagles. Yes. Then you see that everyone has a, a role to play. Yeah, because in the, the ecosystem where you exist... All these things are there. Yes. So the more of them you have in your proximity, the better. Because yes. you're used to them, you know how to deal with them, and then when they show up, it doesn't become... Because one day you're going to hire somebody who's the best um, technology person to do some kind of work, but he's a gorilla. Yes. And you're all penguins. And you've never seen a gorilla before. You know, you'll then, be you surprised. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, look, uh, an experience that we uh, we had some time back in, in Deloitte, I mean, for me, the star of that day, we're writing a proposal to deliver where, you know, we needed to meet the deadlines. Mm. The star of that day was the, uh, what do you call it, the motor rider. The courier. The courier who managed to get the, the document to the right client's place right on time and I was wondering how he did it mm. and for if he was not part of the team mm. imagine I was supposed to drive through there and then with all this kind of traffic and things that, I mean happen. my respect for him on that day just shot yeah. uh, th through the roof yeah. and the commitment you know so everybody has a role and and because everyone has a role, we need to pay attention to everyone's needs. We need to make sure that their uh, relationship is there, the respect is there. Mm. But more to the point, the responsibility, uh, everybody also has a responsibility for the team, not only for the organization as well. Mm. So that is uh, what makes uh, um, the teams Just successful. At a micro level, 
So so it's, it's, it's to the organization, but it's also to your team. Exactly. So everybody's role has specific requirements. Mm. So people will want to play their role. Don't let someone come and play your role for you. Let him do that specific requirement. But you are supposed to enable them mm. and, and support them. You know. So if you look at soccer, players understand their position. Mm-hmm. They understand what they are doing and where they are aware of what is required. Mm. And, and of course, they also know the boundaries of their roles. And they they also function better if they have other people supporting mm. them and if the enablement is there. The other thing is that um, we need to be able to, in a team, you need to be able to trust each other. So if someone comes in and he begins to mistrust you only because you are behaving in a certain way, uh, which is part of those microaggressions, you know, it, you need to, if you are not aware, it becomes a, a problem. Mm. I, I, you, you have a, um, let's say, maybe a Caucasian as part of your team. Mm. Um, he speaks with an accent. He comes and he speaks the accent and then there's somebody sitting there, the, the receptionist looks at you and says, Nyao can mintias you, right in front of him. And then you also laugh. He feels like like you are... It's denigrating. Yes. And then suddenly he doesn't trust the two of you anymore. He de- decides to work in his own <laughs> oh, in, in his own home. So those are you the know, things that... As you are saying this, there's an example that has just come to my mind about. You know, some people, you know, these days a lot of people are raising their kids and they're speaking English at home and they're not teaching them the local language. Yes, that's so true. A friend of mine said to me, says, one day he was talking to his wife and, and he started speaking the local language. And their daughter came up and said, are you speaking I can because you don't want me to hear what <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to hear what you're saying you know it, it just <laughs> yeah I know you see uh, and, and this is even just a little bit of what yeah. and, and, and this is your own uh, daughter and next time you're yeah. speaking I can yeah. she does not trust what you're what you're saying yeah, or exactly. what you're going to do it's like whenever yeah. you don't want me to hear then you switch you know in certain homes whenever you don't want you know father or the mother then you, you, then you switch. switch the meter band exactly my mom didn't used to speak Ghana very well, but if she didn't want us to hear, she would speak Ghana to to whoever she's whoever talking. she's talking to. Oh, yeah. Okay. So so basically, I just wanted to raise the point that even trust mm. is also essential. If you have all of that in in mind, um, people have their roles, they have their responsibilities. Mm. They they you you give them the kind of respect, and then you build relationships with them. Mm. Then they tend to trust you. And then you're able to coordinate your purposes yeah. properly. And that should be the foundation of DIB in, in an organization. Mm-hmm. We say that the, um, the fi- foundation binds the people together, yeah. particularly when a team is under pressure, because they know that they can trust you. Say, and, and the deeper the trust, uh, the, the better. They say mm-hmm. the deeper the foundation, the higher you can build. There's something here, I've got just about two minutes on, on, on the clock. There's something here on your slides that talks about stages of team de- development. And I just wanted you to just touch on it real quick. The context, the conflict, and the coercion. And I like the questions that are there. Why am I here? How will we do it? Yeah, and okay. So so the, the stages of team duo, there, there, there are two of them that I had put in. Mm. One is the uh, typical document model, which talks about forming, storming, mm. norming, performing, and adjusting. Yes. And uh, if you are looking at your D, uh, DIB uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, policies, yes. you need to know, uh, consider it whilst you're forming, whilst you're storming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the the Dressler Sibet uh, uh, model is the one that looks at orientation, trust mm-hmm. building, uh, um, goal vision, mm-hmm. looks at commitment, implementation, and then high performance and renewal. Right. The orientation 
uh, trust building and um, goal clarification is the context stage where you are actually more like you're forming. When you bring the team mm-hmm. together, they need, you need to build trust. You need to uh, um, uh, orient them as to mm-hmm. what they are doing. And then people will start, you know, wanting to know where exactly do I belong. Then that means they have kind of shifted into, shifting into a conflict stage mm-hmm. where it's there. That, uh, you, you call this the storming. Yeah. Okay. So under there, you see that uh, um, people would want to now be able to, uh, would want to co- um, commit it is only when they commit that you can get them mm. to start implementing. And then after that, then you can see that the team is now performing. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 